What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast on Spotify and its affiliates, episode 67. That's right. Um, did we do a New Year's podcast? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, because the last I just checked which episode number this was. And the last one was 66. Um, and it was called Happy New Hoots. And so this must be the second one of the year. So I'm a little bit behind my par for the course. You know what I'm saying? Like to keep it at once a week. But uh, yeah, I thought I would do one here tonight on a crispy Friday evening here in Southwest Montreal, Quebec, Canada. From wherever you're listening, we sure certainly do appreciate you tuning in because because uh, I, I just do, dude. I just do, okay? Um, just, uh, so you know, social media at Sullivan Ryan on TikTok and Insta for the daily shenanigans. Cause we do absolute it, absolute it. <laughs> Cause we do absolute it. Um, it's the hottest new drug in town. Absolute it. Sounds like a drug, doesn't it? Kinda. Anyway, um, Yes, it's been an interesting start to the year, a good start, still a non-smoker. Uh, I think it's 74, 75 days now, still hard as shit, but it's not, it does get better, it does get better, but um, that's pretty cool. I started that obviously before, if you do the math, before the New Year's, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty blown away at how difficult that has been. But I'm stubborn, and at times that works in my favor, like when I'm quitting something. It also uh, is not in my favor when I'm when I want to quit something and I can't. Uh, <laughs> kind of goes both ways. Um, but yeah, um, holidays were what didn't really exist. Full staycation mode. Did absolutely nothing. Um, watched a shitload of Twitch. I quite enjoy watching other people play video games. I like playing a little bit myself, but um, <clears throat> I like to watch. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, more recently, I wanted to share my experience on the staff retreat. This is my first winter retreat that I've ever been on with work. I've traveled for work and with many employers through the years, but usually just for like events. I'm a marketer. And so often I've gone to trade shows for work to be, you know, there to make sure that things arrive and the booths are set up and all this kind of stuff. But um, I've never gone. Actually, that's not true. Two jobs ago. Uh, we would have team days, but they were really have they like they would be off location, like they wouldn't be at the office, but they were morning to night work, like they were not retreats. They were fucking full on three days of strategic planning, just not at the office, which is kind of a piss off because you get excited. But this was like actually a pretty nice mix, so. I'm the marketing lead at a tech startup here in Montreal called Stay 22. And it has a couple, well, it has several products, but two verticals really. One is for 
travel media publications. Another way to say that is bloggers, um, but they don't like when you call them that because they like to, you know, do you have any gray poupon in travel media publication? Um, and that has a surprisingly incredible revenue stream. And the other is uh, B2B, and that's for event planners and ticketing platforms. And we do accommodation affiliate linking and mapping um, without blabbing on and on about that. But very lucrative, very interesting, very techy and uh, fast paced and fucking crazy. Um, most of the team, because we own our own IP, we own our own, you know, um, dev, most of the company is that is dev. And, uh, so yeah, there's about 14 or 15 dev and then there's 10, um, like six or seven in sales, a few C level bros. And then me, I'm the only marketing entity. And I've been there since about mid October, just past the three month, um, and it's been quite a whirlwind. Um, I've never worked in travel and accommodation. I've been a marketer for 10 years, but uh, it's always <clears throat> challenging <laughs> to learn a new industry um, and understand, try to understand a product that's, in this case, six years mature. Um, it's not new. And so me, the marketing department, is brand new. And it's very much, it's not even starting from scratch. It's starting in the negative. It's starting at, you know, uh, needing to do catch up. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. This is painting the picture of the company. And uh, just a heart, just a heartwarming bunch and smart people too. You ever feel like the dumbest guy in the room? I do. I do often. <laughs> And I will like I will admit that I'm not the most like book like book smart guy. Like I'm not a math brain. My younger sister, for example, very much is. Like is very good with problem solving. Like I'm the street smart guy. You know, I'm more for lack of a better way to put it, like I'm sales. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm the sales guy. As you probably already know, I like communications. I like getting people excited about things. And whether it's, you know, legal software current, you know, previously, or um, I did a little stint in e-commerce, which is fascinating. Anyways, I just like to talk about things and get people excited about them, whatever it might be. And uh, yeah, there's been many times where I feel like the dumbest fucking guy in the room. And that's such a shitty feeling. It's such a hard feeling to stomach and swallow. And then you get called on while you're trying to cope with this mentally. You know, like there's a there's meetings all the time, you know, and like and then someone comes to you and touches on, hey, Sullivan, like, what about this? And you're just like, oh, man. <laughs> so like sometimes and sometimes, you know, the answer and sometimes you don't. And sometimes you admit that you don't know. And sometimes you fucking bullshit. And I think that's something that we all do, but uh, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough lesson in humility and uh, open-mindedness and teach you know, being teachable, um, having, you know, having a lot to learn um, and it being on me, like no one's really, no one's really, you know, okay, 
come, come, Ryan, come, come, cookie, cookie, you know, no one's doing that. And that can be challenging, can be a daunting task. Um, but yeah, uh, that's an element um, that I, I think, honestly, it's not a bad thing. Like, we don't, I don't speak for myself. I don't like feeling that way. I don't like feeling less than, you know, I don't like feeling like I don't quite measure up, but perspective is everything. And that can be a motivator or that can be an isolator, you know, and it depends how you're doing that day. It can be, it can boil down to super simple shit. Like, Hey, did you have an okay breakfast or did you get enough sleep? Like that Richter scale of how we perceive these kind of challenges and these little roadblocks in our day or weekly or monthly life and our careers, you know, it sways and it swings. And I just want you to know, because you probably do relate to that. Well, I do too. (laughs) That's my point here. Even me, me too. Um, And I've been a professional marketer for almost, for sure, 11 years. And um and still can feel that way you know so don't uh i i'd share this to well whatever because it's because it's me and maybe someone can relate and maybe it might help somebody else out as well um so uh yeah feeling like the dumbest guy in the room feeling a little bit of imposter syndrome but yeah, I don't know. Um, what's the remedy to that? Like we have a new salesperson and he we had a little heart to heart. He's he's like two or th- three weeks into the company. And we actually ended up, see, this is one of those things where, see, I don't believe in God. <laughs> I believe in a good force of nature. I believe in spirituality. I believe in whatever floats your boat. Hey, let her rip. Whatever it is that helps you sleep at night, that gives purpose to your days, that makes you more useful to other human beings. Because this is the main objective, to be of use to others. Usually, that comes from thinking less about myself. So when I back myself out of my, if I, when I back me out of me, if that makes sense, I start to see the world around me and I start to see where I can participate and contribute to the world around me. And that's when I feel like I have purpose. And that's when I feel like I'm having a good day. Not all days are like that. Um, It's not even 50-50. Man, my friend Daryl Powers. international main of mystery won the 50-50 draw at the Calgary Flames game one time and won like 30k and he was with a massive group because it was work tickets and he gave everyone that he was with a thousand bucks and kept like four or five racks for himself what a good guy eh um but yeah I feel most connected to this this good force of nature when I'm not thinking about me and my problems and my wants and my pains and my struggles. It's when I am getting out of myself and doing something that, you know, either whatever it may be, 
For some people, it's reading a book. For some people, it's smashing a big old pepperoni pizza. Some people like to exercise. Some people like to drink. There's healthy and unhealthy ways um, now to get out of oneself, but I'm, I'm crossing my lines here. Uh, there is definitely a difference between like um, unhealthy coping and then um, spirituality. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I back it up, back it way up. I got a little carried away there. Um, I think that all humans have their coping mechanisms, but it's the healthy things. It's the non-destructive things that bring me purpose and connectivity to the world around me. And that's what my concept of a God or a higher power is, is being out there living. And when I say being out there living, I don't mean feeling great. I don't mean knowing exactly what's going to happen next and everything's honky dory. No, it's just about being out there and doing. Um, good and bad pleasures and pains it's just about being out there and experiencing it and feeling it um and not having all the answers um but anyway like do i think anything happens after we die absolutely not i think we are very 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 evolved species and our self-consciousness has gotten to the point where it it turns on us <laughs> Like that might be, I don't know. This is what I, this is what I just choose how, this is how I choose to see it. I do not think we are a divine species sent here from the heavens. Um, I think that that's a little or a lot uh, egocentric, like who, I don't know. And maybe if I turn out to be wrong, bummer. I guess I'll go serve the rest of eternity in hell. But like, I don't see how it's possible that we're the only divine species in the universe. The universe there's a few Netflix specials that'll, <laughs> that'll bake your cookie on that subject. But I do think that, uh, but I do think that we have an incredibly powerful brain that can be very self-destructive. I'm speaking for myself. I have a very self-destructive um, way of coping with life and fear and insecurity. Um, and I don't blame it and whatever. There's no really finger point to blame or whatever. I think that I'm not, and I'm not special. I think everybody has their shortcomings and everybody goes to bed at night with the what ifs and if I only, you know, we all face fears and regrets. Um, but it's what, uh, if I, uh, if I allow that to cripple me, then I lose, I lose out on life, which is the gift. The gift is being able to get up in any given morning on any given morning and figure out what I'm going to do with my mind, my body, my spirit, my essence, and what kind of impact I want to have um, for that day. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, but that opportunity is the gift. And it's pretty tremendous. Like just being able to decide 
whatever they say, you know, like we all make 40,000 decisions a day or something, or is it 40 million? I don't know. Like micro decisions a day. It's pretty amazing. The gift is being able to like, to go and experience things. Um, and that's something that we get to do uh, more more consciously than than any other species on our planet anyways. Um, so what am I doing to contribute to that is what I should ask myself and not like obsess about, but, and not that I can, be, you know, solve a rocket science. I'm not that guy, pal. I'm not that guy. I already told you that. I'm not that guy. But if I can bring a chuckle into someone's day, I'll be there for you. These five words I swear to you. You feel me? Forget the rest of the lyrics. I'll be there for you. And uh, what kind of contribution am I going to make? You know? And... Um, some days I don't contribute any. Some days I only take. Because there, there is a debit and a credit side to this thing, right? But I want to try to be living my life where there's more debits going out than credits coming in. That's what being a good person is. Self-sacrifice. Unselfishness. Doing something nice when I don't have to. Which I have a hard time with. Um, I think I'm a good person, but generally speaking, like there's definitely room for improvement in the category of, Hey, doing something nice just cause now we are human beings and we, you know, there's always a motive. Even when you do something nice, you expect it. The repercussion is like, Oh, I'm, this is going to make me feel better about myself. Like even, even good deeds are preloaded with expectations in terms of like, Ooh, brownie points. Yum, yum. You know, but hey, if it's a means to an end, like that's a pretty good means to an end, right? But, um, yeah, I, uh, that's what that's that's what I choose to believe, and I and I can't, and some days I have to, I don't know, um, keep it that simple, especially when immersed in challenges um like this new one with a with a new job in a challenging field that i haven't worked in and etc cetera, etc cetera. plus other stuff that's just one element right we all have how many of how many of these categories in our life are there you know there's work but there's intimate relationships if you are if you're lucky to be having that in your life right now f you <laughs> there's like friendships there's uh you know there's responsibilities there's if you, you may have kids you may have parents um and then these can all be divided into subcategories right and i like to i like to think of all of these elements of my life down to like the cell phone bill as like i think of this big mind map right? Like floating above my head and all the things that are in my life have a little bubble. They're all floating around above my head in a little bubble, you know? And when there's a crisis with one of them, that thing, that bubble 
swims down and floats in front of my face. Are you picturing this with me? And it's there in front of my eyes. And that, because it's not above with the rest of them, in its proper place, in its proper proportion, it floats down and it blocks and it's hovering in front of my eyes. And therefore, this thing's friggin' huge. And my perspective's out of whack. That, that little ball is still the same size. It still has the same importance in theory as all the other ones in a quote-unquote well-balanced life. But because of XYZ that happened or I got triggered or somebody said this or I failed at something, this bubble now is huge in front of my face and it's all I can see. And it's terrifying and it's daunting and I don't want to look at it and it's all I can see. And I may spend hours, I may spend weeks, months, or even years distracted by this out of proportion, quote unquote, problem, right? And for some people, it never fully goes back to its right size and it ends up getting the best of them, you know? Um, you know, some people become so obsessed with their career that it, that that bubble never goes back to its right size. Some people get so lost in an addiction that that ball never goes back to its right size. And guess what happens? All the other things floating above the head, all of the other little balls of category of life get ignored and they never get much attention and because they aren't seen and hey if you can't see it you can't appreciate it and so we be i i'm speaking for myself i'll become it's just a rabbit hole right the more this thing's in front of my face the more i worry about it and the bigger and bigger it gets you know little self-fulfilling prophecy and i lose track of all the other things that i can be doing can be thinking or feeling or or have some gratitude for. And um, yeah, I don't know what the magic trick is to snap out of it, but I do know one, one good trick. I think it's where we started this rant, which is doing stuff for other people, getting out of one's, oneself, doing those positive, meditative, or healthy ex... Uh, expression or like uh, output, you know, a release, exercise, or um, I don't know, giving back in some way, or, or even if it's just for, hey, maybe it's straight up actual meditation um, to get that reference point. Another way is to bounce it off somebody. Honestly, though, not with the bullshit not with the self-righteous anger, not with the self-pity, but the truth, which I, I'll speak for myself, is hard. It's really hard. When you're venting to a friend and you can tell a little bit more your story than the others, you do, you know, because you want them on your side. I get it. But it's always good to have people in our lives that can can give us a bit of the business, you know, if we're honest um, and having some friendships like that where friends 
hold each other accountable is a really powerful thing and can which can definitely be annoying. It can definitely be annoying. <laughs> hey, you shouldn't do that. Hey, that's actually not funny, you know? And you're like, oh, I'm an asshole. But then you realize, or you know, that nobody's perfect and, and that's why we're here. It's like, and if if friends, you know, aren't challenging each other um, when they can improve. Now, I don't mean, you know, Joan of Arc shit, like vigilante friendships, you know, like tattletailing on each other all the time. Um, but just, you know, being holding each other accountable can be, can be a way to keep things in perspective. Um, but that's a hard thing to find. Definitely less than on one hand, can I count the number of friends that I have like this? <laughs> wow. Yoda, Yoda sentence. But hey, that's, that's better than none. And I need to cross check myself, you know, do a little cross examination. Because once I start thinking, when I'm just coasting through life thinking that I have all the answers and I have it all figured out and I don't need to learn anything and the world is wrong and fuck you. Well, congrats. Then what? Who are you helping except you? If you have it all figured out and you're high and mighty up on your mountain, who are you helping out up on that mountain? No one. No one's around. It's just you up there. It's in the trenches, it's in the valleys that we're of use to other people. It's in the struggle that we are of value. And where, and where our struggle begins to come full circle and have purpose. And then we go, oh, that's why I had a hard time with this. Because now I can sit here and help Joe Schmo out with it and give my two cents. And hey, tell me I'm wrong. But when you're helping out a friend who's going through a hard time, there's not many things that feel better on this earth. Like getting new things and stuff is cool. But contributing to humanity, whether it's holding a door or being a shoulder to cry on or being there for your parent like they were there for you or bringing a laugh to a colleague who's having a hard time assimilating because they just moved from another country and they're at a scary winter retreat with 30 people. Being part of the solution, inviting people and not being better than, not no holier than thou, you know, some humility, open-mindedness and teachability. So I'll tell the chalet recap tomorrow, I guess, because <laughs> I just went on some spiritual lyrical for 30 minutes while coming up on it and I'll just end things there. Um because that's how we like to do a little 30 minute episode. So um, that felt nice for me. And hopefully something in that resonates for you. Um, because I, that's the stuff that we can all relate to, you know, and that's that kind of life shit. Um, that's deeper than the circumstantial struggles of the day to day. And hey, we can all relate to those things. So thanks for listening. And um, we'll catch you next time. Peace.